This is Greater Together, a podcast for and about entrepreneurs and community builders in Columbus, Ohio, aimed at demystifying what it takes to build a better business. I'm Rachel Kershaw. I'm here today speaking with Kristen Brown, founder of Rella Art, a local social enterprise offering a really innovative art subscription service. Kristen, you want to tell us a little bit more about Rella Art? Absolutely. Thank you, Rachel. Rella is a social venture serving as a platform and distribution model for local art. We're expanding our access and creating consistent revenue for artists through artwork subscriptions that transform any space into a local art gallery. That's awesome. So Rella is also a really interesting name. Can you tell us a little bit more about how you named it? Yes. The name Rella is inspired by the relative nature of art. We all feel differently when we view different pieces of art. What resonates with me might not resonate with you. So we developed this almost a speed dating concept so that you can experience art in your space and discover more artists in our community to figure out what really works for you and and what's relative to your tastes. Do you want to talk a little bit about the subscription service itself? So the way I understand it, I just like pick out a wall and you will fill it with local art. That is exactly right. Yes. So our subscriptions are simple. There's two categories, small and large. And we just picked the scale um, four feet. So anything four feet by four feet or smaller is a small one. Four feet by four feet or larger is large. So anyone can measure their space or you could book a site visit. We can come out to your space and measure your walls for you and build a proposal at that time. And then you can select artwork from our gallery or you can opt for curation. You can say, surprise me. And I got to tell you, people love that. It's like (laughs) Christmas morning when they come into the space. How do you know we'd love this? We learn a little bit more about people through a style quiz where we're hearing about their likes, their dislikes, how they want to feel in in their space, whether that's a commercial or residential space. And then there's a flat fee each month to display that art in your space. There's also a launch fee. So that's to plan the curation, to deliver and install the art. We're bringing it to you. We're providing art as a service, taking care of all those logistic concerns that you might otherwise not know how to navigate. And the artist is paid each month their work is on view. So you are consistently supporting the arts while you get to transform your space. So Rella is also a social enterprise, or as you call it, a social venture. What does that term mean to you? Yes, we are. That means that giving back to our community is why we exist. It's baked into our business model. It means we have a double bottom line. There's profits, but there's also our purpose. And we have to be tracking and measuring and improving on both of those aspects for us to consider ourselves um, doing well. So being successful, fulfilling your purpose, that's the payments to artists. Is that the specific second bottom line for Rella? Yeah, we feel like our social enterprise has two stakeholders. The stakeholders are the community that we serve, which is anyone who is engaging with art who otherwise wouldn't be. So we're bringing art into office spaces, homes. We're making it a part of daily life and delivering that access. So being able to bring that to people is one of our key points of our social venture. And then the other stakeholder are, of course, the artists that we work with. And you're right. We do our model is profit sharing. 
So artists earn a percentage of every subscription that we have. When their art is on you, they are being paid for providing that service. That's really cool. So why? What past experiences? How did you come to this place where you decided that the business you started was going to be a social venture? For me, it was a really clear problem-solution fit. So I, of course, saw the problem from the subscriber side of things first. I wanted art in my own home, wasn't sure how to access it. I would go to open studio events and galleries, and it was just out of our price range. It wasn't something that we could bring into our space. And then I was talking with friends who owned a local business, and they had the same exact situation. They wanted to bring art in, and they didn't know where to start. And also, they didn't have the bandwidth to take that on as a business owner. Then I was thinking about artists in our community, so the flip side of that, and thought, gosh, the artists that I know have a surplus of work that they would love to get out into the world. There has to be a way to merge both of these very related problems. And that's another reason we named it Rella, because they're related. So we keep seeing that theme coming over and over again. So on the subscriber side of things, barriers like high costs, sourcing time and effort. We don't know how or where to find art. And then the, the logistics of a massive piece. You have to rent a truck to bring it in. You don't necessarily know how to install it. Those are all barriers to engaging with art. So we thought, what if we remove those barriers? And same thing on the artist side of things. Artists are always looking for more opportunities to share their work. And many of the artists that I know are looking for more consistent revenue streams. So that just, I started to pull on those threads and we saw that a solution could really serve both. If there was an opportunity there to serve both of those stakeholders with that shared solution. I love that. That's a really neat way to make art accessible. And definitely there are pieces I have walked by in a gallery and not purchased because it just felt like a lot. But there's also just sort of a because I believe you can purchase the pieces if you fall in love with them through Rella Art, right? So it'd be a way to sort of test out some larger purchases before you really, really commit to. I think that's really great. Yeah, it's almost like expanding the walls of a gallery citywide. So any space can be operating within that art market and generating revenue for artists while making every space a little bit brighter. So I think Columbus is a great city full of all kinds of resources for people who want to create awesome businesses that do some good. But who really helped you along the way? Absolutely. I I also agree. Columbus is amazing. I've found throughout the entire journey that anytime I cold email someone and ask, would you take, you know, would you take me up on going out for a cup of coffee? I have never had anyone say no. That's how welcoming and open Columbus is. It's an incredibly supportive startup community, but also social enterprise community. So I knew that that was the model that we wanted to to found a social enterprise. I had invaluable advice from just my social circle. So start talking about it. If you have an idea, as mushy and opaque as it may be, just start talking about it. And you don't know in your social circle or your family will say, you know, here's another connection. And it just leads to the next snowballs. So I had a couple of really great experiences with friends who then told me about Give Back. Give Back Hack is an awesome program. It's a weekend. It's a fast-paced weekend. 
where you, you show up, you pitch your idea on Friday night. People who are interested in your idea will join your team. And then the whole weekend, you just crank out all of these projects related to it. So you get stakeholder feedback. You're, you're sending out surveys and finding out if your idea even resonates with people. And you learn very quickly, early, which is better. <laughs> Always learn early what's going to work and what isn't going to work. You, have, you might have some assumptions about your business model or even the, the needs. Maybe there's not even a market need. Maybe there's already a, a different solution to the problem that you're seeing that you just haven't heard of. And figuring that out early on is critical. So that was a huge boost for me in, in, in Rella's journey. And then we took that momentum and I continued working with several of the people from our team. We formed an advisory board. We would meet quarterly, talk about ideas, and then we decided the next best step would be sea change. So Sea change is another program. It's a social enterprise accelerator, again, based in Columbus, because Columbus is amazing. Mm -hmm. It's I would say it's for entrepreneurs for a little bit further in the journey than Give Back Hack. Give Back Hack is you've got an idea, but it's just a kernel. Sea change it's better to be further along, but not cemented in any ideas. You still need to be really flexible and that's where you spend, I think it's 16 weeks doing a deeper dive and a deeper analysis on every single piece of your business model and branding and what's your marketing practice going to be. All of the aspects that make a successful business and honing in on that business model canvas. That was like going to my, my background is in fine arts and the history of art and visual culture. So I feel like I got the fast paced business school education that I hadn't that I didn't have before through sea change. It made me far more confident in what we were doing. And um, yeah, just taught me so much. I, I, had a lot, I learned a lot through that program. It culminates in a pitch competition. So organizations that are selected to move forward will pitch their final ideas to a panel of social venture investors in, in the Columbus community. And it's an awesome way to get the project that you're working on out there into the world, like give birth to it, put it out there. <laughs> and it doesn't mean that it's complete. There's still a lot. It's just the beginning. But those two experiences were critical so far in our journey. So beyond Sea Change and Give Back Act, both of which are excellent, are there other organizations in Columbus or other people in Columbus that you'd recommend somebody check out or reach out to for some help if they're thinking about starting a social enterprise? Absolutely. I was lucky enough to be a part of social ventures early on. So meeting other social entrepreneurs through that, even though that's not an option anymore, I would still seek out other founders of social enterprises and build a community there because those are people who have already built the the wheel, they've already experienced a lot of the steps in the journey that you're about to take. So talk with them, take them out to coffee. Again, they might not say no. They probably won't say no. Um, I also have found a lot of joy in this event. It's a national event, but again, Columbus has a chapter. It's called Creative Mornings. They are, I think it's the first Friday of every month. It's usually in Franklinton and um, I think it's like 830. Yeah, check it out, but look into it. You have to register for the event and there's a different inspirational speaker every month and they have pretty curated uh, networking options early in that program. So you don't, you're, it's easy to make connections there. 
I, I found a lot of inspiration with that community of, of people who are just looking to connect. So highly recommend Creative Mores. And I also learned some basic business skills through our local SBA. That was a great resource very early on when I, I was just at the beginning of the journey. That's, yeah. Is there anything in specific that like SBA was helpful with? QuickBooks. Man, it's not as intuitive as you'd think. So they have specific advisors who for free will spend time with you. You block time on their calendar and they will teach you everything you need to know. So it's like having a personal tutor in a specific area. They're helping you actually work on your business as you're building it. So it's not a webinar. It's a real human in our community that is working to customize a solution for your business. So QuickBooks was the person that the help that I received through SDA. That's great. That's a really great deal. So social enterprises, do you think any business could be a social enterprise or do you think that it's only the right model for certain kinds of businesses? That is a tough question. <laughs> I think if you're starting off, it, it you could look for a way to build giving back into your business model to bake it in from the beginning. If you're already further along in the journey, it might take some restructuring, which might be harder to do. I think the key piece here is to have um, to have stakeholders and decision makers in the organization align with your vision to add a social enterprise component. So everyone needs to be on the same page about how you're going to do this and how you're going to to make it a social enterprise. I think anyone can support social enterprises too. It's all about, to me, it's about voting with your dollars. The consumer interactions that you're probably already going to be doing, like getting a cup of coffee or going out to lunch or buying flowers, you can do all of those things with social enterprises here in Columbus. And you can you can find some of the support and mission that resonate with you. So it's easy enough to be a part of that ecosystem on both the founder side and the supporter side. So do you think that Rella Art would have been easier to start or harder to start if it had not been a social enterprise, if it had just been, this is a for-profit business? I mean, without baking in that second bottom line. One, I don't think it would have occurred to me. It, the reason I saw the, that problem solution fit was the other piece of the puzzle of the artist's need and the community need. So it just wouldn't have occurred to me without that perfect balance. Um, my background is in fine arts and art history, and I didn't see a way to engage with that until that perfect storm of seeing all those pieces come together. Like, so I probably wouldn't have launched it if, it, if I, if you're not going to change the world, if you're not going to do good and have fun, what's <laughs> the point? What's the point? What are you doing? It does need to be balanced, right? It needs to generate revenue and be sustainable long term and have strategies for growth. So you do have to have that business mindset. But I don't see the point if you're not going to have that element of um, building, community building and connection woven into every fiber of it. It'd be hard to find your why too. Sorry, it would be hard to find your motivation. You have to keep going. Back. It's very hard to be an entrepreneur. It's, it's not complicated, but it's tough. And if you don't have that motivation of your your why, you're not going to have the gasoline in the tank to push it 
as far as you probably could if you had that mission and vision motivating your strategy. I completely agree. And I think that's a lot of the inspiration behind this season being focused on just social enterprise and other forms of business for good or how to do sustainable good things for our community. Um, because I do agree, it's really hard to be an entrepreneur. So, the, and that the purpose behind it can make it easier. It's not for the faint of heart. I mean, it's, it's a tough road. You have to be able to chip away at something for a long time, pretty diligently, what we'll say incremental growth. So if, if you're somebody who wants to see an instant gratification, instant success, it will not happen overnight. And you just would have to be ready for that. Do you think there's downsides versus starting any business? Like, is, is there a downside to starting a social enterprise compared to starting a business in general? Mm. There's always risk. You know, it's your time. It's your, it, you know, depending on either way, there's risk. And either way you would need, you're probably not going to earn a salary early on. So you would need to have some sort of savings or be ready to have a plan. How long are you going to do this? What's your exit strategy? Yeah, it's it's not easy, but I don't think it makes a difference. I think it's if you're going to do it, if you're going to take on that risk, why not launch it as a social enterprise? Because you're going to have arguably the same consequences, whether it's a for-profit, tr- you know, traditional for-profit or a social venture. So take the leap and yeah, build build in giving back from the beginning. Don't do it retroactively later when you think, oh, now we can launch a foundation. <laughs> no, I agree. I think I think starting any business, uh, starting any organization is a lot of hard work and uh, having a clear purpose can mm-hmm. definitely make those hard those hard days of setting something new up a little easier. Absolutely. Is there any other advice you have for anyone who's thinking about trying to do something with some purpose? Do a listening tour early on. If you think that you have if you see a problem and you think you might have the solution to it, go talk to those stakeholders on on all sides of that problem and hear what they have to say about it. You might be wrong <laughs> or it might help give you even more ideas that didn't even occur to you. So getting that early buy-in gets people excited about your mission and they can help you build that very early on. So yeah, talk to just get it out there and don't wait for it to be perfect. That's something I oh, I still struggle with. But <laughs> if you've got a, a an MVP that is functional functioning, good enough. Find the line that's good enough as opposed to perfect and put it out there in the world. You're always going to be refining anyway. So get some feedback early on on that on that early MVP. But yeah, just do it. That's awesome advice. Definitely just go do it. So it's been great speaking with you. Where can people find out more about Rella Arts and read about how to get their walls covered in awesome local art? Yeah, you can learn more at Rella. It's R-E-L-A dot art. We have all the information on there. And we're also interested in doing a giveaway for Greater Together listeners. So we are offering a small wall subscription launch to any to one Columbus listener. They will receive this complimentary artwork display launch. So if you go to rela.art slash greater, 
You can sign up there, read all the details. We'd love to make your space more inspiring. That's amazing. Thank you so much. It's been great speaking with you. You. Thanks for listening. Visit greatertogetherpodcast.com for more episodes to recommend a guest or to leave feedback. Greater Together is brought to you by Greater Columbus Consulting. Greater Columbus Consulting specializes in social enterprises, nonprofits that want to capitalize on their strengths, and for-profit businesses that are working towards a higher purpose.